Okay, okay, we are live. Oh my goodness, we are live. The button, the recording button is pressed. We are live, everybody. Hey, welcome to AK Podcast, Alex Kowalczuk Podcast, the podcast about anything and everything, mostly about me, what I went through, what I experienced, and what I learned. Some funny stuff, some scary stuff, some entertaining stuff. Anyways, welcome. It's me, your host, Alex Kowalczuk. Today is episode number i don't know what number it is probably like probably six or seven or something but you can always uh, find out the number of the episode that you're listening right now in the title of this video uh, or you can just whatever you're listening to it 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 has to have a title so the 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 number of the episode is going to be right there but hey oh my gosh guys and girls i've got so much juicy stuff for you today to talk about i mean where do i even start first of all first of all let me uh, let me update you on what's going on so i'm training every day i am uh going through my weekly workout routines every single day so today i think is thursday so yeah thursday so this monday I started training my back. I did a normal one-hour workout. I passed it by. The same thing was for Tuesday and Wednesday. On Tuesday, I did arms. Uh, On Wednesday, I uh, went for shoulders, and I did shoulders. Um, All of those three workouts have been one hour, so that's three hours in three days. Today, Today is the fourth day, so I hit my biceps and triceps again. Second workout for my arms this week um i usually train my arms the most of all the muscles because i want them to look the biggest the most impressive because again whenever whenever you look whenever girls or even a guy looks at a buffed dude you automatically you automatically spot or you automatically looking at the biceps or triceps the arms basically uh so that's why i I want i want to have it um but I do train every single part of my body, my back, my shoulders, my arms, my abs, and my legs every single week. No stopping. Um, I don't get sore anymore. I don't feel any soreness. I don't feel any tension. I mean, like, I do feel um, a bit of tension and a bit of uh, maybe you know, some sort of soreness, but not, you know, as if you are a newbie, you just come in you start lifting and you get sore that's that's that, that's what's happening to the people who just who just start lifting and who, who just start training uh but the more you get into this the 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 less sore you get so let's say a month passes by two months pass by a year passes by now whenever you go to, to go to the gym and you train for one hour or two hours you don't get sore you almost don't get sore and that's a totally normal thing remember uh, when i was uh, when i was a bit younger in the past when i just started lifting when i just started training probably like two years ago um every single time i would work out i would always strive i would always try to uh put myself uh, into exhaustion i was o- i was always try- trying to burn myself out and i was always aiming for having um, some very big soreness at the end of the workout. So if I didn't feel sore the next day after the workout, I, I thought 
that I'm not growing and that, that my muscles don't grow and I haven't done enough. And when I felt soreness and when I felt sore um, the next day, I felt like I, I accomplished my workout and everything was fine and everything was great and my muscles are growing because I feel sore. Uh, but actually, um, I was wrong and it, it is not, it's not, it's not true at all. Um, you being sore has nothing to do with your muscles growing or not growing. Uh, you being sore has everything to do with your body structure, your muscle structure. Let me explain just real quick and, and we will close this topic and move on. But um, whenever you get sore, um, it's basically uh, you tear your muscles, you break them. Like if you threw maybe, I don't know, a, a glass on floor and it's shattered all over that's that's what happens to your muscles they shatter that they, they break um and whenever they break they, they 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 fall apart right they fall apart and when they fall apart they create those uh spaces in between they, they create tunnels in between because in, in in these stores in this in these stairs and a fluid called um i forgot what the fluid is what the fluid's name is but anyway some some fluid actually flows through through those channels through those canals and stays in there and exactly whenever you start movement that fluid is actually putting on a tension and, and that tension is what's causing you to feel the soreness but it has nothing to do with your muscle, muscles being bigger if you if you feel sore it doesn't mean that your muscles have 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 become bigger or anything to do with with, with with growth of muscles okay it basically means that you have arms full of fluid that will go away probably a couple of days and uh you won't feel sore anymore but your muscles won't be bigger after after it leaves believe me um but again soreness is just um it's a physical thing it's not a, a muscle growth thing so whenever you don't you don't you don't feel sore the next day after you worked out, please don't feel disappointed. Don't feel like you haven't accomplished or, or enough, or you, or you haven't done enough. Because I know what it feels like. Okay, I've I've been through that. I've I've been there, and I learned it. I was just I don't know, scrolling somewhere on the internet, listening to some smart ass dude talking about him working out and how long he he has been training, and he said this, and I remember this exactly. I was shocked by what he said, because I I always believe that you you gotta you gotta feel sorry you gotta feel painful and uh you gotta feel some 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 tension in in your muscles so that you can feel so, sort of like accomplished or something turns out not true anyways uh very simple the way your muscles grow you break it through uh putting um work putting it to work you break it and it grows back but this time it grows back bigger because your brain is uh, thinking that you are lifting something heavy and you are lifting something heavy. So your brain is thinking that, okay, this muscle is not strong enough, not big enough for you to be able to lift that. And the way it knows that it's not big enough, that your muscles are not big enough because they break. So it has to, sh to make them stronger, bigger, so that, they, so that they don't break the next time. That's how your muscles grow. Your brain 
dictates your body what to do and how to restore your muscles and what to add to your muscles to make them bigger and more muscular. Therefore, you will have growth in your muscles. But with that aside, a little bit of science and education for you, okay? Um, I want to say something. Something that you've probably been really, really waiting for. Um, today, um, April 2nd, April 2nd, Thursday, uh, year 2020. I will probably never forget this day. Uh, day. I will probably forget the date and the number of, 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 of the day and the month uh, uh, and the year. But the event that has happened to me today, I will probably never, you know, ever forget in my life. You know, there's 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 that many moments that, that you can remember in your life. You know, for example, when maybe a bully bullied you, you will always remember that. Or uh, something bad happened in, in, in your life. Maybe like you fell out of second floor or third floor to the ground. You will remember that. Or maybe somebody really punched you in the face some sometime in the past and you f- will forever remember that person um or maybe somebody stole something or maybe you stole something or maybe you did something wrong and, or something somebody wrong somebody that did something wrong to you you will always remember those things no matter no matter if you have forgiven somebody or if if, if, if you're trying to forget everything it's still going to be there uh, and i think for me one of those moments has really been here and i want to talk about it a bit more I want to talk about what happened. I, I want to just give you an intro. I want to explain what happened, how it happened. Um, and then I want to tell you what I uh, conclude from this and what I think, uh, why I th- think it happened and I, I, what what should I do about it and what I learned about it. Um, before I get into this, guys, before I get into talking about it, this is the story that happened to me today. And it's so crazy. I I haven't even told my mom because I think it's it it doesn't really it's not it's not a thing that I would like to tell her. Maybe one day I'll tell her tell her in the future, but not today. I'm not really that interested into. Uh, I'm not interested into like shocking her or um, how do you say this is disturbing her and making her her worried. She has a lot of worries to 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 take care of. So I don't want to I don't want to bother her with others. Um, but before I get into the story and before I get into to what happened and why and how I almost died today, which is crazy, um, I want to talk about something else, uh, something very, very famous, something very, very, very wild known, and it's a pandemic. It's a worldwide pandemic called COVID-19. Um, so... Hey, it's crazy, right? Isn't it? Everybody's being closed. Everybody's being shut down. All the houses, all the families are on quarantine. Everybody's in the house. Nobody can go out, you know. Just recently, the government of Bulgaria, which is the country where, where I live, where I reside, um, has published a law saying that if somebody breaks the quarantine and doesn't follow basic rules like washing his hand, uh, staying uh, away from other people on the distance of uh, one to two meters, and not um, not wearing the mask. If somebody doesn't wear the mask, breaks all the basic hygiene rules, um, and breaks the quarantine, and goes or gathers a bunch of people, whatever, 
in one place to spread the virus for a possibility for the virus to spread to create a possibility for the virus to spread if one of those things one not all of them one thing is broken if one rule one command is not followed uh, a person may be put into jail for five years or fined for five thousand dollars keep in mind that five thousand dollars is um a yearly salary of an average bulgarian person so i don't know how it happens in america because in america you would have on average a salary of 60 to 70 thousand dollars per year here in bulgaria it's different it's five to maybe six thousand dollars even my salary is like seven at at most thousand dollars so there you go uh but i'm not here to talk about money i'm here to talk about the fact that you will be paying your yearly salary or going to jail for five to ten years for breaking one of those rules so it sucks and it sucks because i don't i mean come on again i i still go to work you know me i still go to work and you know that this story of me almost dying actually is has happened at work today uh so a little bit a little bit more about that later but um still when i'm commuting to work which is like 20 kilometers uh uh, fourth and back from work uh, i'm still going through the city i'm still crossing a bunch of huge parks and uh just social areas in, in in the city so I'm required to wear the mask and I'm just, I'm, for me, it's ridiculous, you know, wearing the masks and, and stuff like, you know, wearing, wearing the gloves to sort of, sort of, sort of like, don't touch like maybe, um, pews or like, you know, benches or like, um, I don't know, things in general, just don't touch anything so that you don't spread the virus. I think the idea is ridiculous. Because none of those measures will will save and none of those measures will keep anybody safe. People may hope that they may, that those measures may sort of like restrict or lower the possibility of the virus spreading. And I would say it's, I don't know, maybe, gosh, very small percentage, not true. Um, Because if, if you got a virus... If anybody's got a virus, if a person gets the virus, walks into the city, dude, no matter what mask you wear, no matter how many gloves you put on or how much clothes you put put on, you are gonna be uh, you you're gonna be dangerous and you're gonna be contagious, and people will get the virus, okay? Because even the fact that you're breathing the air, you you're still breathing out something. You breathe in and you breathe out. And when you breathe something out, it flows, uh, flows, it flies hundreds of meters away from you. And every single breath that you that you breathe out, if you if you have the virus, can go out and spread all over. Even through the mask, okay? So so mask w- wouldn't really help you that much. It, it might decrease something and decrease possibility, but it's not going to be very effective against this virus. So for me it, like i see all and everybody you know wearing this mask and i'm just shocked i'm also shocked that just about a month just almost about a month ago 
we were all talking about this virus. We were, we were all discussing this virus, and we we were all thinking about this virus, and and just being so obnoxious about it, the whole situation. Because remember, at that time in January and and, and uh, th- this year and December last year, the virus itself was mainly focused in mainland China. So it wasn't spreading into Japan. It wasn't spreading to the, to you know, uh, neighboring countries. It was only in Japan in one little city, and there were there were uh, like a hundred people, you know, uh, c- c- contagious and like maybe. Uh, five hundred people sick or something, and like ten people died, and we were all like, "Oh, this is not going to be a big deal. This is not going to affect us." Or like, "This virus is serious and and big and important, but like it's so far away from us because like where are we? We are in Europe. Like I'm in Europe, or you you might be from from uh U.S. and you'd be like, "Oh, it's so far. It's in China. It's never going to reach to us, and we we we're safe. You know, it's China's problem. Whatever." Um, and all of us, I'm, I'm sure, all of you were uh, following the news, following what's happening every single hour, and just thinking about all the craziness, but still being like, whatever. This virus thing is happening in China. Why, why, why do I care? I've never been to China. I have nothing to do with China. Um, but hey, you know, somehow, somewhere, sometimes, in some way, you know, it 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 has gone out. It, it has gone through through flights. It has gone to um um to as as of now almost every single country uh and you know it's it's just crazy it's unbelievable you know italy right now has the most mortality rate because obviously there's like 99% of all the population are elderly people so that's why a lot of them are dying uh goodness gracious and um U.S. is right now leading, uh, number one in in the world for the for, for the high number of cases. I think like a, more than like like a hundred thousand cases or something like that. Just some crazy stuff. So the whole world is on quarantine right now. The restaurants are stopped. Um, I don't know. The fast foods are stopped. The Chick Fil A's stop. Everything that is not essential for life, like closing stores and like toy stores and like uh i don't know garden fertilization stores are closed because those things are not very important but stuff like food you know like uh supermarkets or like um huge buildings for for medical supplies all of them are working all of them are open because they're necessary necessary banks are open up you know some of the like like hospitals obviously you know um government official buildings are open up and working because you have to run the country you have to control the country um so those things are open again just essentials but again this is crazy okay this is crazy nobody nobody has ever thought that something like this is going to happen nobody nobody has ever even had an idea that that this this virus thing would spread so wide so much and that it would affect the whole globe and everybody on it. It's ridiculous. You know, I mean, I mean, seriously, like, this thing is so widely known. Like, as of now, two months later of of its spreading time, everybody knows the word coronavirus. Everybody. There's, there's just nobody who doesn't know it, you know, <laughs> literally. Um, and on every single, on every single, um, 
um, shop front, every single door front of, of the houses, flats, you know, um, um, restaurants and 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 uh, and, and uh, pharmacies and uh, supermarkets. Every single one of them have. They all have those those little those those little notes writing saying that only two or one people can enter, only one or two people can come in because uh, we're trying to protect people from from spreading the virus and so on and so forth. And at supermarkets, you know, those places, you have a, a very long line of people lining up to enter one by one and to buy something at the supermarket. It's crazy. Um, every single time right now when I'm working to, when I'm, when I'm going to my work, um, I, I, I go past this, uh, this little supermarket. It's called Lido, L I, uh, D L. Um, this is a company that, that is mainly known uh, in, 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 uh, whole Europe and it's known for, um, you know, it's supermarket, supermarket, uh, selling, uh, ordinations. You know, it sells everything from like clothes to like, um, metal instruments to like pizzas, bread, food to like, you know, it's like Casco or like Walmart. It's basically a European version of Walmart. And I was like passing by this, this big, you know, story building, this, this big supermarket thing. And right at the, at the entry, you know, you see a very long line of people standing one after another, like one meter across. And it's ridiculous. I've never seen something like that. Um, now I, I mean, I basically can't go there and buy anything because, um, because I wouldn't have enough time to wait for the whole line to just, um, pass by, you know, quickly and I, that I could buy something. That's just, it's ridiculous. Uh, I would never imagine something like this to happen. I would never imagine something like this to be even a part of my life. Um, it's it's ridiculous. It's unbelievable. Okay, I can't believe that stuff like this is happening right now in front of our eyes. It's ridiculous. Um, so yeah, guys, and it doesn't seem like it's a, this this virus thing is going to stop anywhere anytime soon. Like, I can't believe that. I mean, we're talking, we're talking, we're talking probably like March, end of March. We're talking about even May, end of May, right before like September, which is way past half of the year. Um, how, how, how things are going to go. Like, nobody know, no, nobody knows how, how far things will go. Nobody knows how long we will be quarantined and how long it's going to be till, till we can start walking out. We can commute, start working, you know, rebuild stuff, start start moving things. When um, flying ships, airplanes will start working again. When traveling can be officially allowed and, and totally, you know, possible. Because it's ridiculous. Right now everything is closed down and shut up and, and, and not moved and totally, totally uh, taken out. And it's just, it's ridiculous. But nevertheless, this is what we have. This is what's happening right now in the world. The whole world is in chaos. The whole existence of the human playing is in chaos right now. We, all we care about is us. All we care about is uh, what we should do, how we should do it, and so on and so forth. Okay, 
but in fact is we should care about others you know caring about us is like i don't know how can somebody beautiful perfect and good care about himself and just what hoping that he or she will become better no no if you think that you're better than others if you think that you're higher and you think that you're super cool and dope then then just go on get get out of your house or whatever and, and try to help somebody some people you know try to help some people with whatever the skills you have with whatever things you can help with uh you know just take me for example i come after work every single day i go to work five sometimes six days a week and i work nine to five of a job and when i come home at 5 p.m it's 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 totally totally different you know uh and like i, I don't want to move around i don't want to go out i don't want to like you know make videos and stuff. i just want to lay down crush down and turn off everything inside of me and just sleep that's what i want to do uh one while in reality i have a lot of things to do and a lot of things to attend to a lot of things to take care of and the, and that's alone is just ridiculously unbelievable um but but nothing's going to discourage us nothing's going to stop us that's 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 the reason so um please if you're still listening to me if you're still watching to me uh thank you for for listening thank you for watching me thank you for your support thank you for your likes thank you for your comments and and all of those things if you actually if you have any questions please submit them down on uh, on uh, under this video in in, uh, in the comment section and i'll i'll go through all of them and i'll answer to each of them um as much as i can but with that out of the way with uh talk about coronavirus and how crazy everything is and and fear and anxiety about where it's going to get and, and and how far it's going to get and how serious it's going to be and how more worse or maybe better things will become in the future one day uh, but as of now it's it's weird it's unpredictable it's unawaited and it's just unexpected and it's crazy it's fully 100 percent totally crazy okay uh but we will see what's going to happen you know we will see what's going to happen um now with that out of the way i want to talk about something very very powerful that happened to me today um i didn't expect any of this to happen it was like a normal day it was like a usual side of part of the day where i was um just doing my stuff when i was just doing everything that i need um but today i so i basically um woke up i went to work and i started working and um uh, let me explain to you actually what i do so basically um at my job that i go to every single day um five five times a week um we um construct windows and we uh make them fully ready to be installed into people's people's houses that's it um the way it happens is that i work at the uh, small like warehouse and at this warehouse um we have um material and coming in and by material i mean just those long long rods that are being um cut down glued together on four sides and they become a window or uh they become a a, a door after they've, they've been cut glued together and they become a door but anyways um the whole process i'm not gonna we can talk about the whole process but the process process of making a window requires you to um um take the measure measure of, of the window whatever you, you're, you're making 
let's say two meters and you would have to um, fill it so material has a hole in it uh, two meter long and you have to fill it up with an iron rod so you put an iron rod into the window itself and it becomes stronger and more you know uh, stable uh, so that like you know window itself is not empty when you cut it when you cut it apart it's not empty it has a rod it has a, an iron or a rod of you know inside of it to make it strong and to um to sort of like you know strengthen it, it up otherwise it's it's very light the window itself is very light it's just like a shell it's like a shell and a shell is very very like frigid not not rigid and like very very easy breakable easy like stretchable easy so, sort of like bendable but with an iron it's just like pure strength and, and it's not able to move it's not able to like irritate all the time and like whatever fall apart so so what we do is that we use the material to, for making the the windows we we take the uh, we take it we we cut it into specific lengths for the windows on you know depends on what the size of the window is um, and, um, then after that, we, we go on and we use the machine we use a spe special machine to, um, cut the, to cut the, uh, the, the iron rods with, so that we put them into the, the window itself, because again, the iron, iron rods are long rods and we take the same, same measure from the window. And we put it on this iron rod, and we just measure out how much we should cut out of this, what part, how long, and we should, should you should just cut it, and and then we'll put it into the, the this window and make it stronger, and, and um you know make it part of the window. That's how it is. Um, but the thing is, the thing is, um, so, um, this machine that we use to cut. Uh, the the um, the iron rods is uh, first of all the the iron rods themselves I are iron rods basically they're made of iron and they are very strong and in order to cut them again requires a lot of power so so the machine itself is basically a cutting machine it's a cutting machine that, that is comprised that is comprised basically on uh, of of a router a motor with a belt and a disc so the the motor itself is spinning very very fast and with the help of a um belt it's like you uh, uh spinning pedals on on your bicycle and it's attached by a chain to 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 another to to your your back back uh, wheel and you buy and by in you know implementing force and spinning the pedals you spin the wheel and so your bicycle goes on so basically this mo mo motor is doing the same thing as, as you're doing with your legs it's spinning the disc and the disc is obviously the normal disc that when it's spinning super fast is able to cut through the iron rods and so you cut the iron rods and you put them into the window and, and from there the process of making the window goes on and on and on there are many other things but um a lot of equipment that we work with is not new and also not old. So it's it's very close to being old. It's very close to being outdated. It's very close to being, um, how would you say, vintage. 
but we're still operating with it we're still using it and we're still utilizing it every day okay um so um it's my job to use it it's my job to take the long rod measure specific you know part of it and then cut it obviously so um i've been working at this job for the last four almost four months and i've been operating with this machine for the time of four months every single day so every single day i would uh, i would work with this machine at least on average one or two hours okay so out of out of all of those 120 days of me working with this machine there were a few times for example when i was maybe breaking the disc itself so the disc itself is is you know not an iron it's i don't know what it's made of i think it's maybe a I don't, I, I can't even suppose, suppose what it's made of, but, um, apparently, of course, when you cut something, whatever, you know, time after time, after spinning so fast, cutting stuff, the disc itself becomes smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller because it's the, it also is wearing out and then you have to change with a bigger disc again with a new disc and then continue cutting, okay? That's how it's happening. It's basically, you know, how the cutting itself is happening. The cutting the cutting itself is happening from friction. You, by spinning the disc super, super fast, it's able to, 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 to move super fast, and so it's able to cut through the iron itself and to do the job. Uh, sometimes, though, sometimes the disc, maybe, maybe it's not made um, itself, it's not, created or, or mended or like you know produced quality good quality wise quality standard so so maybe the quality of the disc itself is not that good so it's easy it breaks easy it, it's wearing out easy and, and or faster it's not that strong so sometimes the disc because it's it's perfectly you know circular cir circular sometimes um it can break Sometimes um, it can break just a little bit. You know, sometimes only the the outer part of it can can break, or like maybe maybe like I don't know a centimeter or two of 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 this of the whole disc can be can just like be as a piece. It can like fly out because of the friction. So so it happened to me many times while I was working. And by the way, I wasn't the only person working on this machine. I have a few of my co-workers, three or four other people who are working with this machine too every single day. So sometimes while operating on it, you know, uh, for for many reasons, you know, for many, many reasons. For example, the coil rods themselves are different. The iron uh, and, and, and the iron and um, the aluminum itself is different. It's some, some of it is stronger, thicker, thinner, different styles, okay, different kinds. So sometimes it takes longer to cut because the motor itself from this machine is spinning at the same speed. So sometimes it takes longer, sometimes it takes faster to cut specific rod, whether it's thinner or thickest, you, you get it, right? So, so you start the machine, you lay, you lay, you lay the, the rod and you start lowering down the, the spinning disc on the, the rod to start cutting it right so maybe you can apply too much pressure and what happens is sometimes again this disc can break 
or if you apply it too much it can vary out faster and become smaller faster so it happened sometimes a few times during me working at this job that some of my coworkers, including me too sometimes we um we, we we don't operate with it perfectly because it's impossible to operate with it perfectly so sometimes we caught a bit too fast or a bit too slow and depending on what what rod are we cutting or how long are we are spending time cutting the rod itself or how slow or how fast we're trying to do it wears out uh, the disc itself faster or slower depending on how we use it so usually usually on average we change the disc itself maybe like once every two or three weeks maybe like once a month sometimes and it happens again for, for many reasons one of the reasons it's normally wearing out or another reason for example when it it has broken while operating because it's spinning again it's hitting the arm itself Maybe we are pushing on it too hard and it can't um, cut through the, through the iron that much, that fast. And so it breaks sometimes, you know. So the interesting thing is the way it breaks, okay. So, so far, up until today, you know, I've never seen like a huge chunk of the, of the disc breaking while spinning. You know, I saw, again, I saw literally like, millimeter or two you know keep in mind that the work with this machine is dangerous we're talking about having your two hands hold with two of your hands holding a machine that is spinning a knife basically at the speed of like thousands revolutions per second right and i mean that if you if you put your arm under it it can cut your whole arm in a second if you put your leg your, your your finger if you put your whole body in front of it it can cut your body in a second dude dude this thing is is cutting through three four inches of iron in about five not not in five about like four seconds you know this thing is super super sharp i mean dude it's incredibly sharp you 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 want you want you you want you want to cut the wood you know cutting the wood dude it's 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 bazillion times more sharper than a chainsaw or an axe okay because we're talking about we're talking about cutting the iron not the wood or a paper okay so it's 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 spinning so fast so that when it's even cutting the the iron itself you see the iron um, actually melting from the friction because of how fast the disc is spinning and how fast it's moving to cut through the iron rod itself yo i'm explaining it too much in details but i mean i'm just trying to explain to you the whole thing so sometimes when we when we work it breaks small little chunks break so sometimes depending on how big the chunk is we decide either to change and put the new disc in or keep the old one and still continue working with the old one right so in both cases everything works fine machine is working fine everything is spinning you started the machine you put in uh, the right in front of it and you lowered it down the machine and this and the disc on it and you cut the stuff with you know the, the, this machine uh what happened today was really really different because everything at at first actually everything was fine i 
I took it the rod and I measured it out. I put it right beneath the disc and I, and I started the machine and I started lowering the disc. Uh, keep in mind that, that um, I've done it a hundred times before. But basically, when it starts cutting, the whole disc um, is getting shattered, literally shattered. And it's it breaks in the middle of work, and it flies, flies away, in all kinds of directions, all directions, okay, back and forth, right and left, and left and stuff. But I'm standing there. I'm standing in front of it, dude. I'm standing in front of it again. If if one of those pieces hit me, it's like a grenade. It's literally a grenade. Literally, while I was working with this machine, a grenade has basically blown up because whenever this disc breaks it basically blows up okay the good thing about this machine is of course it, that it has a metal case around it so it sort of like covers the whole the whole ro ro rotor and the, and even the disc portion portionally so that whenever it happens you know th these things don't fly away and they are protected with a case of iron in front of it you know but in this time I don't know, it just didn't help that much. So I was operating at normal, I started cutting this thing, and basically uh, the, the, the disc itself, maybe of the pressure, maybe of the speed, whatever, it didn't hold up and it broke into pieces while machine continued working. And when it broke, it basically blew up and the machine itself started to throw all these small little pieces of, of this disc, like this knife, all around in a circle we're talking 360 degrees um so that was ridiculous the the most incredible part about this is that i should be dead at least one of them should should hit me you know one, one of those chunks i don't know we're talking two centimeters five centimeters it's like a bullet dude it's literally a bullet they can hit my heart they can hit my my belly my arteries my my head my brain whatever and they can kill me in an instant okay an instant uh, but somehow somehow unbelievably um i start working this is, is is spinning in the middle of cutting through the iron rod, rod it gets stuck it breaks it blows and it starts flying in like tens and tens of those small parts and pieces the whole disc is flying while still in motion you know spinning the most incredible thing is that how did it even happen that I didn't get hit? How did it even happen that out of all the distance that I that 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 the these particles of the disc could have traveled? We're talking two hundred sixty degrees. We're talking very far because of the very high velocity. How come it didn't hit me while I was so close to it? I was literally close to close to it because I was operating with it, of course. But how come it didn't flew off or one of those pieces or two of the pieces or five of those pieces, which are very likely to, which should happen really, really easily, didn't come flying my way, didn't come flying at my eye, at my lips, at my head, at my belly, at my hands, because this machine is standing right at, at the level of my hip, right at, at the level of my, of my um, belly. So... Yo, that was ridiculous. That was unbelievable. 
the whole thing blew up. I reacted as fast as possible. I ran out of the of the whole space, out of the whole room. I ran out as as, as soon as, it, as as the whole machine began began shaking, uh, jumping up and down, and just blowing up itself. Um, obviously, all the coworkers ran in and started you know touching me, asking me, "Is everything fine? Is am I fine? Is everything okay?" And then and, and everything was fine. Uh, I was in shock. I didn't believe that that it just happened, you know. And I also, even then, and I still now can't believe how, how, how was it that that one of those pieces didn't hit me? How was it that I was still alive? And how was that was it that while in the, it happened, I wasn't in front of this machine because, because a lot of times I would be in front of this machine because I would have to adjust the rod, you know, on both sides, and so I would have to send, you know, ride in the middle of the whole machine. And put my hands on both sides of the machine and trying to, you know, um, w work out the rod to a specific, you know, length for me to cut through. Um, and this time I wasn't front, I wasn't side, you know, that that still increased my ability to be protected and safe from, from all these particles. But, again, they flew apart and I am so thankful to God that... None of them has gotten to me. None of them has got cut, cut me and destroyed me and just basically shot me. And not only me and nobody else around me, but there there were no people around me anyways. But still, I the whole day today after that happened, I was in shock. And I was like, what happened? What just happened? Was it God? Was it me? Was it fate? Whatever. Un unbelievable, you know. Unbelievable, I'll be honest with you. But... I still went through the day. Um, me and my boss, we 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 fixed the whole the whole thing, the machine itself, and now I'm, I'm moving on. But at that moment, those like two or three seconds, I didn't see any life moments passing through my head really fast. I didn't see anything in terms of like angels and ha and heaven, whatever. I I was scared and I was unbelievably. Um, Wanting to get better and wanting to get out, get out, uh, out of where I was. But, anyways, it happened. What happened? What happened? Nothing has ever happened to me like that. Nothing has ever happened to me like that. When you work with a machine like that, it's able to cut you in half in about a second. You won't even notice. It's like katana, but on a steroid. It's like a katana uh, sword, but like bazillion times sharper and faster. Um, and dude, when it blew up, I couldn't believe that it was it was um it, not amazing. It was it was incredible. I couldn't even see that. But anyways, uh, how come I didn't get hit? How come I was protected? How come I didn't fly my way? Because it had so much space to fly through, through out to me. I think it's just you know a miracle of God. It's just like protection of God because you, you there's nothing. Some people might, might ascribe it to like um, luck or like fate or like you know. Some cool fate stuff, fate luck, whatever. Sorry, 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 I'm sleepy. But I think it was God. He just protected me. He was he was saving me. He was keeping me up. And he he really, really took care of me in that moment because that was incredible. That was unbelievable. Anyways, um, so yeah, that's how I almost died. I almost got killed with the machine that I'm working with. That is really, really a big machine uh, at my job. 
but things got I'm healthy and I'm got I'm good I'm full nothing happened to my body I ran away and nothing really attacked me nothing really flew my my way nothing really flew um, in my direction to hurt me and to even you know threaten me or whatever but anyways okay anyways I don't want to talk about this anymore I just want to share something okay first of all you have to understand every single moment is incredibly important every single moment is incredibly important every single second is incredibly important with with the people that you love with the people that you live with the people that you belong with okay so hey that's what I learned spend time with your family spend time with your close ones and your loved ones while you, while you can because every single time yo during that day during that that nothing really you know sort of omened me about what's gonna happen i never even thought that this is gonna happen it just was going through regular workout at the gym everything was fine everything was average everything everything was usual and here boom this thing just literally blows up and instead of killing me and destroying me because i was so new with it because i was operating with it it basically blew up into an opposite direction to the opposite side and it didn't take me and it didn't really touch me and it didn't didn't really go into my way but I stayed saving. I was thankful to God. I was just trying to try you know, to think about all this. Um, the rod that I was trying to cut with it is totally destroyed. At least the part that was hang hanging out. Um, but it, it's unbelievable. You know, things happen just the way they happen. It's incredible. But God, I think God had the plan, protection, and uh, looking after me and taking care of me. It's I think it's just incredible. Okay, but. The lesson again, love others, spend more time with them, think about the things you can do with them, think about, think about the things you can really, really do and how much difference you can make into the world if you live and you love and you give back and you enjoy and you laugh, laugh together and you just work together with God for the better of this world, world at this incredibly hard time. God, we need you. We always need you. You are amazing and we are not. You, you are pure and we are sinners. And I don't know, maybe he did, maybe he used fate to do whatever, but it happened. I almost died, almost got killed, and now everything is just unbelievable. But hey, God, you have everything, you know everything, you understand everything. Please, just be with me all this time, God. I need your protection, God. I just need you. Love and presence in my life, because otherwise I'm lost, and otherwise I'm just I'm nobody here, okay? So please help me here and I'll, and I'll, and I'll work for you somehow. So please, just just stay safe out there, okay? My job is not the best job. My job is not the safest job. My job is not the you know the most safest job. But that's what happened to me. I almost died today. I didn't expect that to happen, yet it happened. And nobody again. No, no casualties. Nobody was, you know, hard. Nobody was hurt. Nothing. Thanks. Thanks, goodness. But again, it just made me think about the importance of small little things and people we have in our lives. Not focus on the negativity, on, on bad behaviors, bad comments, bad opinions, bad speeches, bad everything. And just focus on what's positive. Fo focus on what, what what's the bright side is, what's the positive side of all of this is. And trying to move on with it, you know. For example, guys and girls, I want to give you something else. Now that you know the story. How I almost died and almost got killed today. Um, but everything is fine. Thanks, thanks, goodness. I want to share with you a song that I just played today. I basically learned today on a guitar. It's a uh, it's song by Jeremy Camp. His new song that he made, uh, Whatever Face, Whatever May Come. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I learned that. I played it on a guitar. And I want to share this with you to uh, 
sort of encourage you that whatever you're going through, whatever's happening to your life, however bad, hard, and unspeakably emotional it might be for you right now, um, God still is in control, and He can, you know, He can help you. He can always control you, and He can always be there, and He can always support you, and you know, secure you, and be with you, and satisfy you. It's incredible. So, uh, please go listen to the song right now. I'm gonna play real soon right now on this podcast, which you, you can listen to it right now, and then we'll talk more. So, hey, listen to this song. I hope you you like it. Whatever I face, whatever the fear, whatever the cost, you always draw near. Whatever the pain, whatever may come, whatever the fall, your love will come. Your love will
think it's an incredible song. Anyways, thank you for listening, guys. Um, so, and on this positive musical note, I want to finish this podcast. Um, as I said, a lot of things happened. Coronavirus, uh, my job, me almost dying and learning some lessons, playing guitar, uh, ma- making some music, being positive, and just spreading love. Okay? Anyway, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening, guys. Hope you like this uh, podcast. It was me just opening up and sharing my truth and sharing my life with you. Please uh, like this video, share it, maybe subscribe if you're new. Leave a like, show your support. That would be incredible. Leave a comment. Maybe ask me a question, give me a suggestion, whatever. I would always appreciate that. Always appreciate that. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I love you guys. It was me, podcast. Me. It was me hosting this podcast, IK, AK uh, podcast by AK Kovalchuk. Alex Kovalchuk. Thank you for listening, everybody. Love you. See you the next time. Bye.